Hey, y'all. Mac Beauvais here, and I am joined by our wonderful 12-Sided Stories cast to discuss our next season of Unquiet Blood. It's going to be our third season, and we're very excited today to be talking about this third season. We have really ventured in a couple of different directions these past couple of seasons, but I really wanted to bring things back around to season one, where we had the Hellfire Club being set up by Isabeau and her ilk. And what better way to do that than by having the players open up a location of their own in San Francisco. So I have those players here today, and I'm going to let them talk a little bit about the characters that they're ideating for this. Everything is still TBD in a lot of ways, as it is in early game planning. But let's go ahead and start with Wes. Hello, I'm Wes, and I am going to be playing a character named Simon Vance, a Notesferatu. Hello, I'm Pooja, and I am going to be playing Ritika Chaudhary, a Ravnos performer, otherwise known as Malice. Hello, I will be playing Bellatrix Pool, tricks preferably because of the freaking Twilight, and uh, I am a Bruja security expert. Thank you very much. Hey, uh, I will be playing Blanca Santos, a Tremere, and she is a security consultant for the club. So um, her and Saints characters might not always see eye to eye. And I thought it might be fun to discuss uh, if you have any hopes or wishes for this season of Unquiet Blood, especially playing for, for the baddies this time. Yes, give me all of your ideas, because I don't have any of my own, and I really don't know what to do with this game. I, I mean, I'm completely excited, because I've only played one season, and that was our 70s season. And even though we weren't necessarily the baddies in that previous season, we were definitely... <laughs> we weren't um, the best. We weren't the best. We were confused, and then we found our way. But it'll be really interesting being like, okay, don't even... We're not even going to have to worry about finding our way. We just get to be solidly in the gray, figuring out our own business and seeing, you know, hey, all right, we're uh, how do we explore this from the opposite perspective? And I am really excited in being like, OK, how am I going to make this different? Aside from my character traits, like how am I going to be approaching these scenarios being like, oh, hey, no, I'm not disrupting. I'm building. And that's kind of a new thing in general for uh, me. Us, it, us <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Didn't want to bring us all down. Didn't want to throw anybody else under the bus. But yeah, we've definitely been blowing up a lot of stuff. So it'd be interesting to be like stopping fake good guys or, you know, quote unquote, good guys from blowing up our stuff. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, keeping other vampires from taking our stuff. I mean, to kind of play off that, I think for me, going the opposite direction of John is important insofar as John never really wanted any power structure at all. He liked the chaos and didn't want to be in control and always seemed to get into a situation where he had to make decisions he didn't want to make. And so I think I want a character that's a little bit more centered and focused on goals and wanting to build their own because I'm notes for Atu, it's kind of the underdog thing where it's like, you know, Hey, I'll get your 
cup of blood this time, buddy, but I'm going to be your boss someday, you know? <laughs> so starting at the very bottom and, and building my way up to try to, you know, carve out my power in the structure and feeling like I'm fighting against the stereotypes of what the notes for Atu were. So that's kind of where I'm headed for. I mean, vampire is always fun because it's like, well, are we ever the good guys? <laughs> but being able to just like completely embrace the this is my world and you're going to live in it kind of feels of it. I, I really enjoy that. Yeah, I think um, I, I'm looking forward to exploring the more magical aspects of it because you know before it was very it's a very physical world and whatever and i think being able to explore more of the metaphysical within the vampire realm is kind of kind of fun and you have a, a club you gotta put together i mean who knows what you'll run up against other vampires werewolves hunters uh zoning laws you know so <laughs> <laughs> that last one's a real bitch in san francisco oh my oh, god yeah. Right. No that's going to wants- be the whole that's going to be the whole season is just going to be fighting the zoning laws <laughs> and getting and apparently getting the smell of wet dog out of the upholstery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'll never forget like Saint and that werewolf. Oh, no. <laughs> that, like really high. Yeah. werewolf. Yes. I think what was his name? Tyler or something? Tyler. Yeah. Uh, Tyler. Yes. Like, we were whoop, whoop, the snoot. one day dia and tyler we'll get together (laughs) (laughs) we had decided before we started recording that uh my sire for my notes for atu was going to be josiah who john bought a suit for and tried to kind of mentor a little bit in his drug haze like you know if you just wore the suit you'd be a little bit you know more confident and able to do things and (laughs) so uh, my character's gonna be the product of you know that mentorship i guess and uh, you know i'm kind of i'm excited to kind of see how that's gonna shape up because i think that Josiah probably took it very seriously and was a very serious student of the vampire hierarchy. Uh, Or maybe not. It's really up to Mac um, uh, what this NPC will do, but it's going to be fun. Yes, so much is up to me. Oh, God, so much is up to me. Oh, God, why are you letting me do this? <laughs> so we know in Vampire, everybody, uh, you know, as Wes mentioned, you know, has a sire or, you know, maybe even another NPC that they, they're bringing into the fold. I'd love to know if there's, there's other characters that uh, you all want me to know about. Well, uh, definitely, you know, I, I know not everyone might be ready, but I have a specific sire in mind for my character. Her feeding type is going to be a cleaver, which I'm sure most of the audience is totally familiar with all this, but I'm fresh and new. So let's make sure I remember it correctly. It's a vampire that has kind of a human kind of completely in the dark, either friend, family, some people might adopt children. I'm not, that's crazy. But they surreptitiously feed on those people without them knowing what the heck's going on with the masquerade and all that stuff. Now, in my case, I am a cleaver because I'm the product of a a cleaver who I thought was my mother. 
the situation would have been like I was growing up, thought everything was fine. She looked enough like me. Dad had no idea or whatever. And maybe dad disappeared one day. It didn't really matter. But I was, everyone's always like, your mom never ages. Wow. Ah, wow. Melanin. And then one day, <laughs> it's like it probably started to dawn on me. Wow. This is not just like genetics. I'm, you know, and uh, when I approached her about, okay, this is this is clearly something is weird. What? She was like, all right, time to turn you and also kick you out. I have this <laughs> kind of horrifying and yet conflicting origin. And I, as a product, I'd probably look around like, you know, 18, 19. But as a bruja, I guess I probably was taken into a ranks of like similar aged, I don't want to say feral teenagers, but uh, <laughs> feral young people <laughs> that were bruja affiliated. And that's really where I got my, I guess, kind of connections in the underworld and i do not talk to this sire so it's up to you if you want to bring her back and it definitely might be a fight but hey yeah giving you a present there mac for those who are listening so many many yeah (laughs) she's she's very excited but yeah i thought that would be really interesting and and a conflict because my character is going to be security minded (laughs) but She's going to have either, I haven't decided, and actually I might even leave it up to Mac, who my person will be. Just not a kid, because I'm just like, I can't even, I can't even reconcile that. (laughs) But uh, yeah, like maybe a boyfriend, maybe just a good gaggle of friends who just, we're just real close. And it's interesting, you know, they don't really understand why I'm not aging that much, you know. But they don't really care. They're just like, give us your lotion or whatever. You know, maybe not that. I'm sorry. That was like so Valley Girl. No. <laughs> no, but I do like that maybe you have like your, uh, the, the the girls that you go out, you know, bar hopping with and it's yeah. like your friends and it's like, you know, the whole, you know, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, I do too. And you're actually like surreptitiously feeding on them. Yes, I like that. <laughs> and yes. then getting drunk too, because, you know, the blood alcohol level. So. Oh, hey, party. <laughs> responsibly <laughs> security <laughs> i'm just gonna start just say all my themes so i get a character going <laughs> yeah vampire the masquerade party responsibly doesn't really go together <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry i just i just had so many uh that's random so parody commercial ideas um <laughs> but yeah yeah so that's my kind of vein you know we're just we're just figuring this out this morning dear that's listeners vain. so uh, oh that's like the fifth time we've done the vein joke. <laughs> and I'm and not even saying it on purpose. Close to the last. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Gosh. All right. Anyway, I'll stop talking now. <laughs> I've got to say that uh, my sire was actually the ringmaster at a circus that came through my town just after World War II. And I had always loved the circus. I had always loved going out and and like I wanted to see more of the world. I knew there was more out there for me. And so I I thought I would run away to the circus. And the ringmaster was like, well, if you're going to join us, then join us. (laughs) (laughs) Join us. (laughs) And and I got my uh, and that is where I was turned and also trained in aerial skills so now i know you know trapeze and other aerial arts and i used those throughout you know some decades like to move from town to town 
originally with, you know, the circus and where I was turned and then other acts and touring and things like that. So been able to keep on the move. I have not seen my sire in quite some time. We didn't necessarily part on bad ways so much as uh, we had to part because if a Ravna stays in one place too long, they literally catch on fire. (laughs) Also, you know, the whole like cheating everyone around you and once they find out, like you have to beat it real quick. (laughs) Like details, details, like it's just unimportant. (laughs) Well, I think for my character, her sire was definitely an occultist and a researcher. And I'm going to think that she was probably some sort of researcher and stumbled upon this world and was like, wait, these can't be coincidences. This is all really, you know, and my sire just kind of noticed that I was getting close to stuff. And uh, so a la interview with a vampire, we (laughs) sat down and talked (laughs) and he and I just like really just shared this interest in learning about this whole thing. And, and eventually he decided to uh, turn me and I haven't looked back. I'm excited about it. I like it. I like the whole idea of it. I wasn't like a benevolent researcher. I was looking for occult stuff that, you know, would make me be powerful in some way. So this is just the best. Ooh, I like it. I like very much. You guys are giving me so many ideas. I I guess to expand kind of on the Josiah thing, my character's relatively young as well. Probably 2021 was turned in the mid 70s, you know, not long after season two, probably like, you know, as Isabeau and her Nosferatu took over Los Angeles. And I'm going to say that he didn't quite understand the notes for Ratu's place in the hierarchy when he was turned and didn't know like he was a going for a bachelor's degree in business and was going to be kind of the gray on the color wheel of jobs, you know, like a really forensic accountant kind of job thing where it was like punching numbers all day and wanted an adventure outside of, of all of that and didn't really know what he was getting into. And so, but then when he found out, he thought he was going to be like Dracula. Cause that was the only thing that he knew about was the Dracula movies and all that. He thought he was going to be like nobility. And then he found out that he was living in a sewer So the expectations suddenly deflated quite a bit. So now this hellfire situation is giving Simon these dreams of grandeur that he had when he first became, but he's a Nosferatu. So he's not, he's not as um, suave as the rest of his friends or at least work acquaintances. (laughs) so and um he's trying to distance himself a little bit from a humble beginning almost like Nosferatu could be much bigger if you just let them and you know kind of thing but again that starting off at the very bottom because no one's going to let him be the security or be the the actor or you know, I'm not going to be given the keys to the castle so easily. 
uh, because it's that underdog feel. So maybe they'll let you manage the social media account for the maybe. Club. Maybe. Oh my god! Oh my god! I did that for years as Wendy's, and I think I've done it pretty well. <laughs> yes. Oh no! I oh, you gave that. That was a beautiful gift you just gave. Yeah, I did. I, I like was the like idea that you have for a little while. So. That you have to do the social media. <laughs> yeah. Like they got you doing all this, the kind of shit job. And I'm like, do I really have to do meta? Is that something to, I have to build a whole club in meta too. We can't get blood from there anyway. Why are we doing this? You got a TikTok. Yeah. Which means that I should make sure that my character can, you know, interact with computers pretty well, which again is completely opposite from Jean, who was like, what the fuck is this? Yes. The witch box. The witch box. I don't want a phone. Why would I need a phone? I can just fly to you. (laughs) So, yeah, that was my, that would to kind of elaborate a little bit more on what, where I'm coming from with my sire and everything. And I don't think I have a bad relationship with Josiah necessarily. Again, I'm going to leave that up to, I'll play off of whatever you come up with, Mac. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whether Josiah's like behind me going, hey, yeah, let's take over this club because this is how we, we make it. Or if, yeah, whatever you want to do, we can talk about that off mic and kind of let that grow uh, naturally as the game goes on. So, yeah, no, this has been great. This has been giving me a lot of ideas and I... I have to sit down and go over all my timelines again between seasons one and two. But my gut feeling is that this is going to be taking place almost directly after the events of season one. Okay, so we're going to backtrack like it's not going to be 2022. It's going to be like I think we're going to backtrack a little bit. So we've just had the failure of like one of the clubs. So it's going to put extra pressure on your characters to make this successful. Cool. I had a great idea while we're sitting here and I can't tell anybody about it. So that's just going to kill me for the next. The life of a GM. Oh my God. (laughs) Seriously. I'm like, Oh, what can I throw at them? What can I throw at them? I haven't thrown at them in the past two seasons. And then I just had this light bulb moment and it's either going to be beautiful or it's going to be like, Mac, you should never do. Don't just stop. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, either way, it, it should be a good time. And there'll be lots of, vampireness and blood drinking and business building maybe some <laughs> pie charts no probably no pie charts <laughs> oh that's great so as you can tell we're really excited about season three if not slightly confused as well really hoping that you tune in for all of the shenanigans in the meantime i am mac Beauvais. you can find me online as at strange like that the twitter the instagram the facebook's my website and potentially messages by pigeon or um, saying my name in a mirror three times. Uh, Let's find out where you can find everybody else in the meantime. Let's start with Michelle. Hey, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mishulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. You can also find my music and Wes's amazing sound effects if you subscribe to the Plate Mail Games catalog through BattleBards. Hello, I'm Saint or Saint Spider, and uh, you can find me online on Twitter, uh, just uh, chatting it up, liking lots of tweets, you know. <laughs> That's at Saint Spider TV. That is S-A-I-N-T. S-P-I-D-E-R-T-V. Thanks. 
Hi, I'm Pooja. You can find me on Twitter at L.A. Daisy Girl. That's L-A-D-E-S-I Girl. And pretty much all the other socials is Forgotten Saves. I also play TTRPGs on Happy Jack's RPG. So if you want to hear, you know, more of me, I don't know why you would, but <laughs> you can check there. And I am Wes Otis, and you can find me at Plate Mail Games on Twitter. You can find the show at 12 Sided Stories, the number 12 Sided and then Sided Stories on Twitter and Instagram, though I don't know why I say Instagram because I'm terrible at it. You can also find us over on Twitch on Tuesday nights, usually playing some sort of game. We switch it up just like we do on the podcast. So I'm not sure what's going on right this second while you're listening, but come over and listen to us there as well. You can find us on our website at 12sidestories.com, all written out, no spaces. You can find all our links there. Find our link to our Discord. We have a great Discord. We have a lot of really cool people on there, and we enjoy hearing from you. If you want to support the show, go to Patreon or Coffee and sign up for, you know, subscribe to us there and become a supporter. That's always very helpful. Uh, or give us a shout out or give us a review on your favorite platform. We will talk to you next week with the first episode of Unquiet Blood. So we will talk to you very soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.